Want to help support the podcast? It's easy. Go to anchor.fm forward slash comedian weep. And for 99 cents a month, you can help support this podcast. Now, let's get to episode two. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Angela Lazarte, and welcome to the Comedian Weed Podcast, where a stand-up comedian talks about all things anime, either jokingly or in an analytical way. Now, before we get to our main focus of the episode, I just want to give you a slice-of-life update of currently what's been happening to me. Uh, I've been hit with responsibilities in life that I have to tackle head-on. That, I mean car problems. Um, not gonna lie, sometimes I wish I would end up in another world where things are better for me. Joking, uh, I'm obviously joking, I'm kidding. But this leads to our main focus of this episode, and that's the endless amounts of isekai, anime, light novels, and manga. Now, isekai is Japanese for a different world. It's translated, like, obviously as a different world, or another world. So picture this, our main hero or heroine gets transported into a place unknown to them. It's obviously up to our main character to find a way back into reality or accept this new life that he or she is in. That's an isekai story in a nutshell. If anything, I'd basically describe what all isekai stories are like ending the nuances. I don't know about you guys, but this subgenre is deeply nuanced. That... I, I, I kid you not, because there's a lot of things that are happening in this rabbit hole of a subgenre that I really don't know if I can cover every single one of them. It, it's so vast that I think before Japanese artists or writers were exploring this very idea back in the 70s and 80s, that I think some of them may have been influenced by our Western entertainment regardless of whether they knew it or didn't. And I'll get to that part later. And that, yeah, and I'll definitely get to that part later. I know this is an anime, manga, and light novel podcast, but I want to tell you one thing. It's my podcast. So, deal with it. <sighs> Alright. Now, you're probably wondering about what type of notable isekai anime that you're probably captivated. Well-seasoned weebs and normies alike. Well, Hayao Miyazaki made one. It's called Spirited Away. Have you heard of it? For those that haven't heard about it, it's about a 10-year-old girl named Chihiro trying to change her parents back into a human form and go back to the reality and go back to reality after finding themselves in the spirit-like world. The only way to do this is for her to work at a bathhouse for spirits. And if you don't know about the production of that particular anime in general, it uh, it helps. It helps to have the anime be dubbed by the Disney production. Another anime that would that probably captures a lot of isekai fans alike would be an anime called ReZero. This isekai story has a particular spin in which our main character Subaru Natsuki revives himself from certain death by time traveling to a point in which he arrives in the fantasy world after dying in the real world. His main focus is to uncover the dark secrets hidden in the world that he's living in. Another anime I can probably particularly want to mention is Inuasha. And if I were to describe it on Western terms, it's a basically a Japanese version of Alice in Wonderland. How similar is it? How similar is it between the two? Well, not by much. 
The only reason I say that is because both of the main heroines fall into a hole into a di completely different world. It's it's just that. <laughs> Again, very vast. There's a plenty of animes. It's a very like I kid you not. If I talk to you about how vast this subgenre is, I forgot to mention that the fact that it's not just characters that get transported to another world. Restaurants, a drugstore, even the Japanese self-defense force fights a war in another world. That particular anime that's about the Japanese military has been favored by some of the weebs in the U.S. military. It's called Gate. You can probably watch that on Hulu. Now, back to the vastness of the subgenre... It's also, their, their settings are, can be somewhat diverse. It's from the fact that you can be stuck in a video game, a, a fantasy magic world, or even fantasy characters being transported back to our very own planet Earth. Don't forget that even some of the main characters are very distinguishable. From a library bookworm to a high school, like a high school baseball ace pitcher. Yes, even a baseball player can be transported into another world, and his main thing is to play baseball. Again, this is a deep rabbit hole of a subgenre where there are plenty of good Japanese isekai anime, manga, or light novels that I wouldn't even have. I wouldn't even mention because there is so much of it. Um, so much of it that, for those in the know, probably recognize that this subgenre, this subgenre of an anime or any c category in regards to this is basically cannibalizing itself. Um, that good comparison would be the fact that the superhero genre is doing that in television and movie theaters. I'm not going to lie, guys. Um, you're probably thinking, what are my thoughts about this? Well, I'm not going to lie. I feel like I, I get burned out from watching so much of this particular anime that sometimes I even wonder why some of these some of these remain in like an anime in the first place. And some of them cannibalize the tropes that were established by like a particular light novel turned anime called Mushoku Tensei, which I find pretty lazy. And that particular, you know, in Mushoku Tensei is, is a really great story. It deals with 30, a 34-year-old shut-in of a man trying to f finding himself in another world, born as a guy named Rudy. And now, and let's be honest, when you're born, when you're born a baby in a new world, you're probably going to accept the fact that you're living in a new world. That's just that. But the tropes that get taken from that, from that particular story, man, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous, right? One of the particular tropes I'm seeing here for it to be a classic isekai anime is for the fact that our main character, regardless of his social status, dies in a accident. Like he has, like in order for our main character to be in that other world, he has to die in the real world, either by dying by getting hit by a car or a truck. Now, I don't know about you, but uh, with my life circumstances, I feel like I might end up walking in front of a moving truck. <laughs> I kid, but, you know, I, I can name a couple of isekai anime that have taken this established trope that this, this list is gonna, that list alone is going to be long. Other tropes that uh, I think are also pretty redundant and pretty stupid is the fact that a, a main hero, the main heroes of these isekai, have a bunch of women like 
oogling and ogling for him. It's like he's asking for his dick to be sucked. I did mention, right, that this was supposed to be a... Like, I really did mention this was supposed to be, like, an adult podcast, right? Anywho, like... Most of the isekai anime I've watched have gotten the fact that our main characters is a Gary student, which he's oblivious to the fact that there are a lot, there are plenty of women that are like attracted to him. It's not really bad or anything. It's just that, oh man, I don't want multiple love. Like in the real world, let's be honest, in the slice of life type of things, in the real world, having that type of life is pretty toxic at best. Now, another another trope I would like to bring to the forefront in regards to it is the fact that the fantasy setting is being, you know, you you see a lot of fantasy settings within these isekai animes. And I don't know about you, but it feels like I'm seeing Lord of the Rings being knocked off over and over and over and over again. It's completely ridiculous. Now, that's just some of the tropes that I like to highlight in regards to these isekai anime. But the thing is, you can't really argue with a good story. A good story can captivate you in ways in which not all other stories do. It, it's the same for this su type of subgenre. I don't care what you're going to think about it, but to be honest, as long as there's good stories to be told within this very interesting plot subdevices in these tropes, it really doesn't matter. I really, I really don't care at this point. But I will admit, some of these tropes have been used over and over again. That I'm, I realize that they need there needs to be new ideas within this particular subgenre, and that's my thought on it. But I wonder what you guys think about it. Some some of you are probably wondering, like, Jesus, this is like, where do I start? Really? Well, besides those three other anime, you know, a simple Google search of isekai anime and what you're interested in, if you're like a video gamer, look up, look up video game anime in which a guy gets stuck in a video game. And there are plenty of that. <laughs> there are people... And, and again... It's it's a lot to think about in regards to this anime, and I know I'm trying. It feels like I just shortened it within eight minutes, but there's a real there's a, a lot you can think about, and there's a lot you can say. Like I even mentioned the fact that there's a sports anime where a, a sports character gets stuck in another world, and that and that one is not an anime yet, but it feels like it should. It it really feels like it should. Now, obviously, there's a lot you can think about in this subgenre, and the fact that I managed to squeeze that in with eight minutes, I I'm I'm completely astounded by. But again, you really can't argue with a good story as long as you can captivate your audience and connect it with them in a way that makes sense. Hence, the main character has to be really good. And I've watched some isekai anime where the main character is one-dimensional at best or is not interesting at all. Like, <laughs> one particular anime is, that I, I find a lot me memorable is the fact that the main character has a smartphone. And that's about it. There's no... There's nothing interesting about him. He's just some overpowered Gary Stew that gets women... Where In which, like... Uh, uh, a harem in that world or like having 
a bunch of women, being married to a bunch of women is normal in that other world, which it's, it, it really disconnects with the, it really is disconnecting at times. I don't want to tell you about that anime, but for some that know, you better not. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's the other thing that, that I really don't like. I really don't like it in terms of isekai anime. It, I really don't like some of the anime in which, you know, our main character is like one-dimensional at best. Yeah, it's entertaining, but it's like in the fact that you really don't have to think and watch. You re Yeah, that's just that you really don't have to think about what's happening in that story and not get captivated by it. All you gotta do in in the that particular isekai anime is just watch. Be brain dead and be like particularly enamored by the action in front of you. That's right. All they're editing is all these cool action scenes in which these characters are doing cool stuff and you're immediately enamored. Yes, I think that's probably dumb in some cases, but it you know, for some for someone like myself, I want to be entertained deeply. I want something in a that I can be connected with. And I don't know about you, but I don't think this is happening in just any other subgenre of anime. I think it's happening with entertainment around the world. We have, we can make a comic book, we can make an anime, we can make a manga, we can make a light novel, we can make a movie. But no one wants to tell a great story. Just my saying into things. As for this particular subgenre of isekai, I, I really think there are plenty of good an anime you can watch in within this subgenre. It's just trying to weed out those bad ones that I think you need to stay away from. Now, if you think this is just a Japanese problem that they're dealing with in regards to having characters be fish out of water scenario types, well, I think you're I think you're missing the point. You want to take if I named a couple of movies and TV shows that that fit the description of an isekai, maybe would you change your mind? Okay. Here we go. Alice in Wonderland. The Wizard of Oz. Okay, hold on one moment. Something that comes up in the mind. Oh yeah, The Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, 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 wait. Tron. And and for modern contexts, how about even the comic book, even the superhero subgenre that cannibalizes itself is even doing isekai stuff already. Don't remember? Uh, remember Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Or even the live-action Spider-Man No Way Home? Oh, or wait, 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 wait. How about this? Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yes, even Marvel has gotten to the point where they cannibalize their superhero genre so much in the comic books that they have multiple universes where there's multiple Spider-Man in it. Isn't that technically an isekai genre subplot? I don't know about you, but um, there's something there. And even, but last time I checked, some of those stuff is really interesting. You don't think? You don't think it's that obvious now, is it? Now I, I might be saying things, but even I have to wonder about us what what that says about our own media in regards to everything else speaking of which 
Sonic the Hedgehog not only has an isekai anime, but he also has a movie that is similar to that. Sonic X is that isekai anime in which Sonic the Hedgehog... I, I kid you not, Sonic the Hedgehog finds himself in a different world, teaming up with a guy named Chris Thorn, Thorndike. A 12-year-old kid named Chris Thorndike. And that's just the first season. In the third season, Chris Thorndike travels to Sonic's world. <laughs> And I didn't mention the fact that even Sonic the Hedgehog has a live-action movie in which Sonic ends up in Green Hills, Montana, coming from the Green Hills Zone in in the his other world. And that's just the first movie. What? <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> even Mario fell for that whole. For that trap, I believe it was a it was a it was like a cartoon type of thing, a Japanese anime cartoon in which Mario finds himself trapped in a video game. Yes, even Mario did the video game isekai subplot before Sword Art Online, Dot Hack, or whatever freaking anime does that nowadays. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. <sighs> Oh my lord. It's pretty telling that um, regard... All I'm saying is that I don't know about you, but um, the isekai, the isekai drama, the isekai subgenre in regards to anime, manga, and light novels is not going to go away. It, because someone will find an interesting twist. I just don't... Not, not, it's just that not a lot of people want to find that interesting twist. Whether it might be, I don't know, maybe time travel. Because, you know, it time traveling to a different time zone might be a thing, but I'm pretty sure Inuasha is technically that. And e even then, it, I've I've always, even then, even then, you never know what, what type of what type of thing they're going to come up with in terms of isekai anime. That should be it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to the Comedian Weeb podcast. I hope you join us next week for episode 3 of this um pretty good podcast so far hopefully uh my stumbling and stuttering do doesn't bother you too much because this is a very interesting topic that probably needs to be c conversed many times over uh, and again in my humble opinion that isekais in, in regards to subgenres are here to stay whether you like it or not it's just a matter of time until the people need to realize that they need to write better stories and not and not and again, my honest to humble opinion to that end. We, we I hope to see you guys again next week. And if you want to help support me in this podcasting endeavors, um, go to anchor.fm forward slash comedian weeb. And for as low as one dollar a month, you can help me support this podcast. Again, just one dollar a month. Here's the link again. Anchor.fm forward slash comedian weed. Hope to see you guys next week and embrace your inner weed. Alright, goodbye everybody.